ladies and gentlemen, Miss Scylla Black. Welcome to a special surprise bonus Bang Bang podcast. Um, yeah, so this is covering this Tuesday in Texas. Yesterday, I mean, if you listen to this six months down the line, this is all completely irrelevant. But yesterday we released the episode about Survivor Series 91, which focused mainly on this Tuesday in Texas um, and promoting it. So we thought, well, you know, as we're uh, as we're recording that one, we may as well, you know, get together and record an episode about... Um, about this Tuesday in Texas, uh, which is, I mean, this Tuesday in Bristol, this is actually, this is all a load of bollocks because we're recording this episode uh, roughly three, three months um, post when we recorded the Survivor Series episode. Um, and I'm still, see Stephen Graham's still here. Yeah, I've been sitting here all that time. <laughs> yeah. What and, a week it's uh, been. What a week it's been. What a week it's been. <laughs> I mean, not much has changed. There's a few references to Liz, Tr- uh, Liz Truss. Uh, yeah, who was uh, that again? I don't know. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw a, the, the, my favorite reference I saw to Liz Truss after that all went down was like, did you ever spend Christmas with a girlfriend that you were only with for a very short time? Yeah, and yeah. you were in that family's photographs forever. Yeah, <laughs> she she is in the, all the photos of the Queen's funeral. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I this is going back a long time ago. I was going out with a girl for about. A month back in the early 90s and I kind of we kind of vaguely knew the family it was more like a friend of my dad's and the first day I went around to her house um they said oh we're cleaning out um cleaning out our granddad's flat uh, hell. passed away recently do you want to give us a hand I was like yeah that seems fair enough right. um but when I got there there was basically I'm not sure how long he'd been dead for and how long he was on the floor for <laughs> But there was like a, you know, like a um, um, a murder scene when you got the body, <laughs> the outline of the body. Oh my god! Was still on the, was still on the carpet. Oh wow! So um, that was that, only a brief, yeah. And that inspired yeah. your career in medicine, did it? It did. It did. At that moment, I thought, <laughs> actually, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, my um, my girlfriend used to have a job uh, where she was sort of on the admin side of some people who went in and cleared out houses it was some kind of student job i think that she had yeah. and they went into an old man's flat who was no longer there and um every piece of wall space had been plastered with page three shots <laughs> <laughs> whole front room up the stairs the hallway i don't know what you'd use to plaster it yeah <laughs> it was a wallpaper of vintage grot from presumably from the 60s Fantastic. up to the the 90s or whatever a real archive of uh of vintage nipples good lord good lord yeah good evening everybody welcome to hey. <laughs> welcome to this wrestling podcast yeah um so we're on our so we're on our third prime minister i think since um since we last spoke yeah at the, at the time of uh recording yeah i mean who knows what can happen in the next uh yeah, yeah. few days 
and uh, um, our second monarch as well, which is yeah. uh, which was a shock, I suppose. Uh, uh, and also uh, a micropenist South African has blown forty-four billion pounds on a social yep. media platform. Yep. Yeah, which has yeah. made some Saudis very happy when they come round to collect their investment. Yeah, yeah. They don't and fuck around those lads. Everybody's off to. Uh, are you on um, Mastodon? Ma- Mastodon, I did. I signed up to Mastodon. I've barely used it, but I yeah. did think I best have a sort of lifeboat in case Twitter does collapse. Although earlier today it was announced, apparently he's gonna. He's now looking for an acting CEO, and he's gonna be stepping back. I think there must be yeah. some kind of board of directors have spoken to him, but uh, yeah. Again, but like, by the time you know, this episode comes out, it's almost... almost yeah, this will be totally irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we just cracked straight on with uh, where we left off, really, three months ago. Um, yeah, I mean, not much. I don't think there'll have been any change in the charts in the intervening six days uh, from no, Survivor no, no. Series. No. Thank goodness. So, so you, yeah, so there's no top ten today. This is the bonus episode, so come on. Like, yeah, Jesus, yeah. You know? Um, so... <sighs> This Tuesday in Texas starts off with basically the last scene from the Survivor Series, isn't it? With that promo with yeah, Gene in the, in the bowels of the, the building. The catacombs. Yeah. Do, yeah. Do, yeah. Stadiums famously have their catacombs. Yeah. And uh, But we do get the amazing cartoon reaction again when Undertaker opens the lid and Gene looks in and he does a, a wonderful type of look. What do you think was in there? Well, a cameraman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think it was like Mr. Fuji naked. naked or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably Vince. Yeah, Vince. So he sleeps in to give him sexual powers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so that was that was the beginning of this, and then we're off to off to off to Texas. And yeah, we get a, a generic Jim Johnson track. Yeah, with a nice uh, little Texas and Tuesday and Texas logo. So can you tell us what what's the genesis of this? Think was it was it Vince just trying to wrap up storylines as fast as he could? Did he think that were WCW doing these sort of B pay per views around so this time? WCW had the the Clash of the Champions, which was but that started in like eighty seven, eighty eight. Mm. I think they toyed with the idea of doing midweek pay per views, um, just you know, just toying with the notion. And yeah. I don't know why specifically, because they must have... To give people a week's notice of it as well. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, I know thing. that, I mean, 91 was a bad year fiscally. Yeah. Um, buys for Survivor Series were well down on the previous years. Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania 7, we all know what happened there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think, was, just, was he just trying to claw back some kind of revenue? Yeah. Uh, I, I think they thought we'd just, you know, give it a go and try it. Obviously, they didn't do it again until yeah. 2004 um, when they tried it for a couple of years with Taboo Tuesday and um, and that oh. died a death we covered that yeah. actually a few weeks ago oh, oh yeah. wow that episode died a death as well so <laughs> <laughs> no Ben I guess on that episode was very I mean, he suggested it so it's his fault I'll go, I'll but no, go it, back it went quite well yeah that went yeah. quite well no don't go back I mean yeah do go back and listen to yeah. it yeah the, the um, funny thing is as well before we did survive I should explain to the listeners before yeah we did survivor series i had originally suggested this because yeah. i said let's do this show because it's shit yeah <laughs> then of course i realized i had to watch it yeah no i, I mean at least it's only 90 minutes long that's uh, that was it that's what i look for these days try and get as short a show as possible we can uh, mm. yeah yeah um <laughs> but yeah no to answer your question it, it does seem like they did it all quite on the fly didn't they yeah it, it really does feel like 
they've they've done a house show. Yeah. This is I mean these are house show matches. Oh yeah, we'll get through the actual full card in a oh, bit. Oh yes. Yeah. Because that was infinitely better than what we what we got the fucking sit through. Oh yeah yeah. Um. But yeah, but like I remember I listened to somewhere where they were talking about how they they obviously they titled it this Tuesday in Texas, so it was very evident when it was going to be and where <laughs> it was going to be. It was going to be this Tuesday in Texas. Mm. Um, but Texas I mean, is a big place though. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it. yeah, yeah. It was originally going to be called this Tuesday in being here, but they. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, they um. They, they didn't um obviously didn't do this kind of thing again for a long time yeah. so and they put it back in the box of ideas and rightly so and rightly so yeah, yeah. um but yeah we're, we're luckily we're still with bobby and gorilla oh thank god they're here yeah yeah uh, they're, they're they've recovered a bit of their form after an off night from yeah. survivor series yeah we get a holy mackerel from gorilla straight out so, <laughs> yeah you know we know we're good <laughs> We, uh, Bobby thinks it's going to be the the wake of Hulkamania. Mm. Uh, but um, Gorilla thinks we're going to see its reincarnation. Mm. Surprised is that not resurrection? Yeah. Even yeah. given Hogan's relationship with Jesus and his yeah. crucifix and all that, and then they they promote the actual main event of the show is that Savage has finally been reinstated. Yeah. And is facing Jake. That's what people are really tuning in to see for this, really, aren't they? Yeah. And Brain suggests that they may be able to do a two for one coffin deal. <laughs> With Hogan and Savage. Done <laughs> I like that one. That one reminded me of when um, when I lived in Dublin. Um, there's a huge cemetery in Dublin called Glasnevin Cemetery. It's like the biggest cemetery. It's like their equivalent of um, oh, what's the place in London where Karl Marx is? Um, oh, forgotten. Or like Pierre Lachaise in Paris. Yeah. Those places. All the big important people are there. But there's yeah. a pub next door to Glasnevin Cemetery. And people would stop in there before doing their burials mm-hmm. you had to have your burial done by about midday apparently in ireland but uh, people would go and there would be coffins lying outside this pub yeah the pints of guinness on them <laughs> yeah. because everyone would go in there before they died you know they take their relative in to stick them in the ground so i was thinking of that just two for the price of one as H- hogan and savage's caskets outside this pub in ireland yeah. <laughs> a couple of pints of guinness on them. <laughs> <laughs> um so we were straight into it, really. So we get uh, Bret Hart's coming out, but we get told first who Bret's going to wrestle, which so uh, oh. already in the ring is uh, is Skinner. It's our boy, it's Skinner. It's Skinner. Three episodes we've done, and we Skinner's are, been on each episode. Yeah, we are there. cursed to have this guy <laughs> yeah. on everything we review. Uh, I mean, at least he's not main eventing this one. First episode I did, uh, yeah. which he was main eventing it with it's the Ultimate, him and the Ultimate Warrior. Warrior. <laughs> yeah. But, God. Um, but fuck me. Yeah, talk about different leagues you know well, this is it was a deserved title shot with according to the brain for skinner i can run through the list of who skinner actually beat to get this title shot if you like okay uh so oh. mario mancini mm, okay um larry williams mark thomas who's the what the uh, the political <laughs> yeah. guy who used to be on channel four late nights yeah yeah All right. um virgil okay joe milano All right uh Ben Jordan. Wasn't he a, a, a runner who got done for uh, doping? I think that's Ben Johnson. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Eric uh, Eric Freedom, who released several dance albums in the uh, in the eighties, <laughs> uh, and uh, Ross Greenberg. Oh wow, uh, so storied. The, uh, uh, yeah. So he never got to face Steamboat then after that feud that was being set up over the summer. 
Skinner, no. Oh dear. Yeah. No. So um, yeah, because uh, Gorilla, well, Gorilla does say Skinner is to all intents and purposes undefeated. So I took that to mean that he's not undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's not I mean, in the slightest undefeated. That would have been a like a if you'd have gone for um skinner and steamer we could have had the the match back on um saturday night's main event back in the 80s you had the steamboat against jake oh when it was uh so jake had a snake and steamboat had a baby alligator yeah, <laughs> yeah. is that the one where he gets he gets ddt'd on the concrete and i think yeah. was really concussed and knocked yeah. unconscious i think that's part of that feud yeah. yeah yeah that was a nasty one but, but we, could I mean, have, like, we could have had alligators versus dragons couldn't we yeah that was I mean, that was what the feud they were they would be they did promos on each other uh throughout sort of like the summer of 91 yeah uh, <laughs> skinner was gonna skin ricky steamboat because he <laughs> thought he was an actual dragon well i mean it would have made more sense then if um i went to see uh la la crocodile the other week at the cinema, oh yeah and um yeah, if, if Skinner would have dressed up as a crocodile or an alligator to wrestle Ricky Steamboat, who's dressed as a dragon. Yeah. I mean, there's money on the table there. That is. That's it. I mean, I don't see why, you know, Vince let this stuff get through his fingers, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was quite good, Lola Crocodile. That's my... Yeah, well, well That's my... Uh, it's your recommendation. Movie review, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's got... um. Oh, what's his James name? James Corden's not in it, is he? He's in James Corden's not in it. No. Oh. The um, who was the Javier Bardem? Oh. He looks a lot like Ian McShane in this uh, film. <laughs> so if you need any more uh, encouragement, well, there you go. I'm as well. sold. As soon as you mentioned Lovejoy, I'm in. He sings and he dances too. Javier oh, Bardem. Oh wow! So, yeah. Tremendous. Yeah. Um, so deserve a title match for Skinner. So Bret Hart. It's a very excited young girls at ringside oh my word she she is gushing yeah in yeah. every sense of <laughs> and oh bobby oh bobby that bimbo's gonna faint he's <laughs> yeah oh but i mean honestly like maybe this maybe like brett versus steve kern would have been a main event in stampede around mm. i don't know 84 <laughs> but this is like i mean he might as well be facing one of the bushwhackers or something <laughs> i mean it's, it's a good 10 minutes this match isn't it they, they give it plenty of time um, yeah, it's uh, but because it's a house show match. Yeah, it's. I mean, we we get the we open with a sort of Skinner leapfrogs, then he showboats a bit, and he gets a couple of atomic drops for his trouble, and the then there's a sort of armbar, reverse armbar, putting yeah. his head outside the. It's the houseiest house show. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a lot of the this sort of thing, so and the armbar goes yeah. on for fucking ever. Oh yeah, we can get a lot of that in this card of yeah. There's a there's a uh bear hug no uh, uh, a full Nelson Nelson. that goes over 25 minutes <laughs> yeah and then there's a choke spot as well that's three moves yeah. in a 90 minute show and that's the majority of it yeah so <laughs> gorilla is disgusted by skinner's oral um i, I put his I've oral down here <laughs> i've written down here gorilla is disgusted by skinner's oral preferences so, <laughs> take that take that how you will but uh yeah um Good. i mean find out so Skinner lives in the Everglades in a sleeping bag. Yeah, apparently. and Gorilla says he's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just tight. That's why. He's yeah. just like, oh, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gorilla was a very um, flash guy. Yeah. You know, he had the Rolex and he had the rings. He, he had, he'd always have like a wad of $1,000 in his wallet. That, yeah. was his, that was his pocket money. That was what he always was carrying. Yeah. Uh, he was, a, and, and uh, his car famously had kayfabe. 
as okay. the his license plate. Yeah, he was a, he was a flash. That's a bit much, isn't it? That's a bit much. He was making more than he was making teaching English in yeah. in New York or wherever it was. So yeah, I suppose he could be flash a bit. But. Yeah. <laughs> um, he always looks to, and he also does my. He does a lot of it in this show where someone puts on a submission hold and Gorilla just shits on it. <laughs> He's yeah. We get an abdominal stretch from Skinner, which actually impresses he did. But he, Gorilla is straight into the uh, he's not got him twisted right. The legs not grapevined. He's his balance is off. He's not holding. He's holding onto the rope and he's just not having any of this. Yeah, it's, it's tremendous listening to Gorilla bitch about these moves. Well, we get some uh, some shoulder damage and uh, they say close, mm. close, but no cigar or chewing uh, tobacco. Or chewing tobacco. <laughs> yeah. And we get the big alligator claw to the throat. Oh, yeah. That looks cool, that alligator claw, actually. It's great. Yeah. He gets that after after Brett does his I'm going to miss elbow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they all have a move where you know when they're going to hit it. When Brett does his pinpoint elbow, he comes off knees first. But yeah. when he, he does it where he's going to be landing on his backside, you know he's missing. Yeah. <laughs> and we get like whenever, whenever Skinner goes to the top rope, you kind of get the idea he's not going to... What's, no. gonna, what's, what's Skinner going to do from the top rope? Well, the, the point, I, I think where he comes off the top, uh, I think Brett brings his foot up before Skinner is airborne. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not, it, it, there's nothing, we know that it's not going to happen. Yeah. But um, yeah, we, Brett's trying, bless him, you know, he's, yeah. he's cycling through his usual stuff. Well, I mean, Bobby speculates that Skinner is dissecting Brett as well. And mm. So it's giving some biology lessons. Yeah, because Skinner forgets yeah. where he is and he starts going to work on the leg and again gorilla goes mental at this yeah and Brian goes who are you talking to he goes well, you yeah. <laughs> but, but gorilla is furious that he's working the leg now yeah <laughs> it's, it is brilliant um, and then i don't know something happens and we get his we get brett's all of brett's finishers yeah we, we get his beautiful suplex and his leg sweep then the elbow and then we finally get the he gets Skinner gets flared off the top rope and uh, mm. the sharpshooter. Yeah, well Skinner That's hit it. his finishing move, which is like a alligator drop or something like that. It's oh called, yeah, it's called yeah. It but looks been... amazing, but everyone yeah. Can... <laughs> yeah yeah. Apart from Eric uh, Eric Freedom and uh, Mark Thomas, <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't kick out of it. Um, oh, wow. And Brett wins unsurprisingly. Mm. And I'm sure the girl in the front row went home very happy. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, they're backstage now with Sean Mooney and Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh, and um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm I'm just gonna play this. So, Randy Savage is wired to the max. He cannot wait to get you into the ring. So what? As cold as a razor blade, as tight as a tourniquet, like the skin on a dying man. Randy Savage, the last time I seen you. You were flailing like some helpless child, drowning. Drowning from what? Drowning from the very poison that was running through your veins after that snake had chewed on that arm. For some time he did chew. Now you look at my eyes, Randy Savage, and you see two black holes in the sky. But you look at that snake eyes and you'll see something so cold and so devilish and so deliberate. Yes, he takes care of what he has to, does what he has to, just like me. Your eyes. Your eyes weren't even there, man. You were out. You were gone. But you know whose eyes I enjoyed the most? <laughs> Do you? Elizabeth's. Pupils so small. 
so intent, so scared for the man that she loved. And what a rush I got, man. Up and down my back, it felt so good. My hair felt like it was tingling. I mean, I had goosebumps all over my body listening to you squeal for a man that could not do anything but flail around couldn't help himself at all, you know? And see the thing about Jack Tunney barring the snake from the corner. Let me tell you something, Jack Tunney. When I was brought into this world, I could not rob, I could not steal, I could not lie, I couldn't even cheat. But boy, did I have some help learning. You have taught me so well. So you see, it is not my fault anything that I do out there. You have given me the right to. You have almost pushed the button to make me do it. You have pulled the trigger. So anything that I do is your fault. Snake in the corner, trust me. Trust me. That was quite good, wasn't it? That was nuts. It just, I mean, I, I have got in my, my notes, I just say, you cannot write anything to do Jake's promos justice. He's just, oh, everything about him is so good. Yeah. He, yeah. he gets gratification from the torment of Elizabeth and he runs his hands over himself. He gets all sensual. Yeah. And yeah. No one else was doing this. No. It is. And he blames Tunny. I blame Tunny. Yeah, everybody we, should blame Tunny. We should all yeah. blame Tunny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's a... Uh, in this sort of time period, you know, you go back, there's a famous promo, the one against um, WrestleMania 6, oh, WrestleMania yeah. 7, with the, the, when he's wrestling uh, DiBiase, that promo there. Mm. The Avarice of Greed, that one. I mean... Oh, tremendous. Yeah, he's doing some good stuff. And he's literally about five months away from going. Yeah. And, I mean, he's probably out of his mind on drugs right now. Well, yeah. he's, he's doing this promo. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, according to Vince, he was just, you know, he was very good at hiding it. He was, you know, you could, you, you, with a lot of people, you can tell when they're on drugs with Jake, he just couldn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's one of those things that where it happened to Jake a lot, where these matches would be built for him. These feuds, like with DiBiase as well, it was building for over a year, that one. Yeah. And when and, and they anticipate because everyone wants to see it, but then the match is just never as good as that. Because I mean, that DBRC match at WrestleMania six is boring as fuck. Mm, yeah, <laughs> the, the, the crowd die during it. They start doing a Mexican wave to keep themselves uh, occupied at one point. Um, and you can imagine everyone at this point would have been absolutely gunning to see Savage and Jake. Mm. Or like what a later example would be like a um, SummerSlam ninety three where it was perfect and Sean. You know, yeah. everyone wanted everyone wanted to see that. But then it was rubbish. Mm. Not as good as because they've been built. This is going to be the greatest thing you're ever going to see, and it just wasn't. And yeah, I mean, this is more. This is still an angle rather than a match that we're yeah. getting here. But he seems. I mean, when he had the big feud with uh, Rick Rude as well, which was mm. sort of eighty nine, ninety, I think that they, they had a few matches on Saturday night's yeah. main event and that kind of thing. It never led to a big WrestleMania. Yeah, there was or, no blow off for that feud, was there? No. And similar to this, really, because no. the blow-off to this comes on Saturday night's main event in January. Yeah. And because then... they had to step on the accelerator to turn Undertaker face. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I don't know I don't know if the plan at this point was to have it at WrestleMania or, but yeah, you know, they had to move Savage with Flair. Yeah, I don't know. There was a lot of shuffling going on, but uh, yeah. yeah, so... Well, 
quite famously that match at WrestleMania 8, I think he'd, he'd um, basically given his notice what was going to mm. go. And then they paid him yeah. to, and because um, quite famously he told Undertaker to tombstone in outside the ring. Yeah. That was his idea. Yeah, he um, wanted to kill the character, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and then he went to uh, WCW, and was it Bill Watts? Tore up his contract right in front of him. Yeah, oh. he, had a, he had a massive contract in WCW. Yeah. But, I mean, his WCW, have you seen any of his WCWs? I did, I did. I, there was one time, what, I think he's on two pay-per-views, is it? Yeah. Um, yeah. They're not good. No, rubbish. <laughs> uh, the match, yeah, just, the, the coal miner's glove match was Oh, thin. God almighty. And they... Mm. I mean, they did this with Brett as well. You get these hot free agents, especially yeah. ones who have just departed the company in rather poor circumstances. Yeah. And you just give them absolute bullshit. Yeah. To do, you know, whereas, you know, you don't need to. Get, it's like when people would say, like, people would try and find some kind of sitcom vehicle for Billy Connolly. This is the this is the comparison. Stick with me. I'm going to go. Yeah, OK. Yeah. But like you don't. Billy Connolly doesn't need a vehicle because Billy Connolly is Billy Connolly. Hmm. You know, you don't need to like. Remember, there was some. He did some shit sitcom in America where he played a teacher. I, I feel like I've seen an episode. Yeah, <laughs> occasionally they'll show clips on it, normally just to say this didn't fucking work. Yeah. It only it only worked when he was allowed to ad lib and start going off and start yeah you know, doing his own thing. But a scripted comedy with him in it, yeah. Just and so yeah, you get Jake Roberts, you get Bret Hart. You don't need to put them in an angle or put them into some kind of bizarre feud with Sting. Yeah. Is that the one with the haunted castle? It was the the white castle. No, so the the white castle of fear is. I think that is Vader. Oh, that's Vader. Yeah. This is um, so spin the wheel, make the deal. The, oh, and he's got the little dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> and they're in a biker bar or something. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't, yeah, it's just it's fucking Jake. It Roberts. sounds great, doesn't it? It's, yeah, it sounds amazing. Really, but I think yeah. So his idea was he'd come in, do a couple of feuds, and then we'd go into the booking. Yeah. Side of things. That was his plan. He had this big contract mm. lined up for that. And then, yeah, Bill Watts <laughs> said, fucking no chance, mate. On your <laughs> yeah, because I think, he, had he screwed Watts to go to Vince? He might have done. Yeah, there I think, yeah, there, was, there was some heat there that, that went back. old man was there, and his old man notoriously was... Uh, well, he was many things. He was many things, yeah. But I think he was still working for WCW at the time as well. Yeah, I think, so. I think he was gone by the time Jake came. Okay. That was the the thing, cause yeah, he 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 went in there. Yeah. Like his dad had, I think, helped broker the deal. Yeah. But then when Watts came in, uh, Aurelian Smith Senior was gone. Yeah. And quite a few other people were probably gone as well. And yeah, just oh, the guy could not get a break. No. Do, do you remember strange. when he came and lived in England for a while? I do. Yeah. 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 The, the RSPCA yeah. were on his case. Yeah, because it was like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um. So Dave Mercy, who was on the show, who's uh, mm. uh, a wrestler from this neck of the woods and a promoter, yeah. he told me some stories off air about about Jake, which I can't really wow. tell on air. I, I, uh, I'm sure. Yeah, you can imagine. But he said just being in the room with him for an hour, mm. like be, they, they'd be in a van traveling up and down the country and just listening to him in sort of, you know, him telling stories and picking his brain. He said it was, it was yeah. like a privilege. Um, it might, I'm sure it absolutely would be. It's what... You know, most wrestlers, you know, they're talking absolute shit. Yeah. You know, they're always trying to sell you something and they're always trying to bullshit you. But I don't know what it is about Jake, but for some reason, I believe every word he says. Maybe that's just he's such a master manipulator. Yeah. Yeah. But 
I always just feel like every story he tells is the gospel truth. Yeah. When he told um he told Dave Mercy that he had a drinking problem. So uh yeah. <laughs> That's a bad sign. When Jake the Saint Roberts is telling you you've got a drinking problem. <laughs> Uh, actually, get well soon to Dave because he's not been very well. Actually, he went oh. for a routine. He went for a routine operation. Almost died on the weekend. Jesus. It sounds. It doesn't sound funny, but it was quite funny. But get well, Dave. <laughs> what happens in America, doesn't it? <laughs> oh no, he's a, he's a, yeah. He actually lives in Bristol. Oh, don't know what happens there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Oh, all right. Worry. Yeah, I'll let you know if he does pass <laughs> away before this episode airs. Oh shit! We'll bit, cut this. This bit will be edited today. Yeah, I'll play. I'll play some uh, musical montage of uh, Dave's best bits. Or we can play this at the wake. We can play this at the wake. Yeah, we, I mean Jake might speak at the wake, so um, yeah. yeah. Jake the wake. Robert, Jake right. the wake. <laughs> That's his new gimmick. Um, <laughs> so we've had the we had the, the Jake promo. Now we get the Macho promo, which is standard Macho yeah. fare just... with Liz. <clears throat> He just reiterates everything Jake says. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah. he, 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 he doesn't seem to quite understand the point of Jake's character. No. He's going, trust you? No, I won't trust you, Jake. You're the sneak man. I won't trust you. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah. He says, trust yeah. me. It's not meant. You're not meant to trust him. His his whole thing. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of the idea. Yeah. Um, and Elizabeth just has the look of someone who wants to go and do drugs. Yeah, we, we, to be fair, we, we uh, a, a few weeks ago, we did an episode of Saturday Night's Main Event, and myself and Chris uh, Bellis that were on that show, we were a bit, we, we got told off by somebody for being a bit uh, not very flattering about Elizabeth. We, oh. we kind of said that um, she didn't really do a lot. She just kind of hung around and wasn't much help. Well, she, did, she um, didn't want to be there. You could tell. <laughs> no, and can you blame her, really? No. No. surrounded by psychopaths all day <laughs> yeah well in that episode actually they, they mentioned here like you know nobody's ever put their hands on elizabeth but in that episode of saturday night's main event the it was um it was a i mean top quality match it was uh randy savage versus bret hart and Ooh. the previous saturday night's main event honky talk man had attacked um savage and pushed elizabeth over and that was mm. like no one's ever touched elizabeth before yeah um, so that here we are again. Been, I'd really feel like I was taking my life in my hands if I was told that's what I had to do. Yeah. Because Rand, because Honky Tonk Man would do things. I mean, I, this is probably from a shoot interview with him, but yeah, he would say you know during matches he would you know approach Elizabeth or not not even approach her, but be in the ring, but you know yeah. look at her and you know wiggle his hips, do his, his stuff. <laughs> and Savage, Savage would be furious. <laughs> yeah. And he'd go off at um, George Steele or Bobby Heenan. And yeah. He would really fly off at people. Mm. If uh, if you ever look at any celebrities uh, meeting or like going to WWF in those days, the fo- if they ever have a photo taken with Savage and Liz, Savage is always the one in the middle. Yeah. You never the celeb is never in the middle because they're Breaking not. Breaking up. Stand, yeah. You're not allowed <laughs> to stand next to Liz. Yeah. No. 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 Uh, it's. Yeah, just um, really quite. Where do you mention in the Honky Top? Where do you stand on the, the Honky Top Man gimmick? Did you enjoy it or? Uh... God no. No. <laughs> it was fucking awful. Oh, I quite like the Honky Top Man. I liked it better when Greg Valentine was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the sufferance. Yeah, basically. Because he looked like he wanted to kill himself. 
But he, I think they tried to make him like Roy Orbison, didn't they? That was the, yeah, was the thing. I, I don't know yeah. who he was meant to be. They just thought... I, I, like Greg Valentine with black hair, basically. Yeah. And, you know, he couldn't yeah. play guitar. He couldn't sing. He, could, he didn't really dance, could he? No. And, if, yeah. and for a long time, he didn't want to dye his hair black. It was Jesse Ventura eventually persuaded him. Yeah. Yeah. This was how he had to, to go. Yeah. And uh, that was another feud, of course, that totally died out because they were going to, you know, rhythm and blues were going to explode. Mm, yeah. Uh, but Honky left the company and yeah. Valentine was left to flounder yeah. around a bit. They had to rebook WrestleMania that year. Because yeah, <laughs> that's the one. Yeah. That was what people were buying the tickets to see. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where to downsize to the small arena for WrestleMania <laughs> 7 because of that. Uh, <laughs> that feud getting uh, blown off. The clash um, of the guitars. Uh, yeah, so Jake comes to the ring and Macho attacks him on the way and it's straight mm. into the match, aren't we? Basically, Brilliant. like a fight, pretty much. Yeah, rather this, than is, match. this is how a blood feud yeah. opens. You, you jump him in the aisle, there's no lock up. Yeah. Yeah, you're just going to get straight in and start damaging him. It's like, uh, what was the one? Um, did you watch Clash at, Clash at the Castle then? Yeah, I was there, uh, mate. Oh, are you? Oh, amazing. Yeah, it was great. Oh, yeah. tremendous. Absolutely. Yeah. I watched it live. Absolutely loved it. But, yeah. um, you know, there's a couple of I, I thought that I've not watched a lot of current WWE. Mm. Um, but now that Vince is gone, I was kind of curious to see what was going to happen. And I, that was the first event I watched. Yeah. And I thought because all the matches made sense and yeah. the booking was really solid and it wasn't just kicking out of someone's finisher 20 times. Mm. It was, you know, there was um, McIntyre only got three Claymores in, you know. Yeah. It, if, you know, a year ago, he'd have been hitting it on him every two minutes. Yeah. But the, yeah, because you had the blood feud there between uh, Austin Theory and um, Rollins. Oh, Riddle. <laughs> Riddle and Rollins. Ah, that's him. Riddle, yeah. 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 And he uh, his wife and kids, didn't he? A few yeah. Weeks before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's amazing because it gets Rollins over. <laughs> Yeah, everybody's doing Rollins, yeah. Yeah, you've turned, she's turned the wings against you, Riddle. And they, <laughs> yeah. and they kind of go, yeah, they fucking have. <laughs> so fuck you. But yeah, that match, though, you know, real blood feud, but it it took the form of a regular wrestling match. Yeah. Whereas with this, Savage is, he keeps going for Jake's nose, which is horrible. <laughs> it's really, you know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Well, Savage has got the bandage on his arm as well, hasn't he? So Jake keeps attacking them, mm. going for the bandage from the snake bite. Yeah, even though the bandage isn't where the snake snake bit him. No, and it doesn't look like blood. <laughs> it looks like no. pain on the inside <laughs> of that bandage. But yeah, just because every time he sort of punches it in it, him in it, Savage kind of reacts and like yeah. fights back, doesn't he? Which yeah. is uh, he's great. But, but for a short match, this is yeah. And we said a lot happens. It doesn't let up. Yeah, it's really fast and. We see another. We see another inverted atomic drop. We never see those nowadays, do we? No. Do no. they do them in AEW? Not I really. Bet, no. No. I bet they would do them in AEW. Oh. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Old you school. Know, you don't see many inverted or or normal or, atomic drops. No, it's a, it's a it's a dying art. It's a, it's, if, it's if you could get moves, a, isn't it? if you could yeah. get one of your mates in one of those in the playground. Yeah. You know, they'd be they'd be walking funny for a while. I mean the the one on the bum. Mm. That hurt. I mean, I mean, I mean, imagine they both hurt. But the one on the yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I never quite understand what the the front because you can't do a low blow. No. But the people people would sell their inner thigh or something when they, that was hit. Well, I think there's a there's a whole Twitter account um, dedicated <laughs> to Rick Rude's reactions to uh, Atomic Drops. Oh, I, 
I've you see, seen that. Those sell it fantastically, amazing. yeah. yeah. And Greg Valentine was good at selling them as well. He'd yeah. do a sort of turkey dance. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was really good. Like he just it, had a huge shit. He'd be sort of like, ooh. Yeah, if somebody picked you up and dropped you ass first mm. onto their knee, I mean, that would fucking hurt, wouldn't it? It would, yeah. it would hurt. <laughs> I mean, depending on if you had a, you know, if you were quite bony, I suppose. Yeah. Then if you had a big, you know, if you were carrying a bit of weight and I suppose, I mean, I don't know how we got into this. Fucking, this yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think that the, the uh, in-depth deception of the atomic drop as a move. Yeah. Is, is overdue. But I think we, sh- we both agree it should be brought back. Yes, completely. Definitely. Never yeah. and never mind. You know, the commentators go crazy if someone does a pile driver. If someone did an atomic drop, oh my, God, they would totally freak mm. out. There's a few later on. We see a crucifix. You don't see crucifixes anymore. Yeah, I don't think I. Well, I wouldn't even class that as a crucifix when we Whoa. come to it. <laughs> That's what it was sold as. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, another move, which is DDTs. I don't. We don't want to get too far down the. You know, mm. uh, Jim Cornette. Uh, style of uh yeah, podcast. Yeah. but the ddt's is just a kind of normal move now whereas back then it was yeah yeah it, yeah you were, you, you were it dead, killed basically. you yeah. you were gone and okay jake could i mean even signaling for the ddt mm. jake could do a hundred things with just that gesture yeah you know sometimes he'd, he'd do this especially as a heel he'd do it as a sort of yeah yeah you know i'm gonna do it sort of thing and sometimes he'd be like yeah crazy doing it and this one he's sure what he gets on the second rope and does it i've never seen yeah. him do that before yeah being a real arrogant heel yeah yeah uh, but he gets caught and rolled up and and savage savage gets the the sneaky surprise ring. elbow yeah mm. but we don't we get no announcement and we get no music so we know that this isn't finished yeah yeah there's also a bit earlier i just have to go back i just noticed it in my notes where um this match is so fast moving and so awesome that at one point, Hebner has to do a commando roll to avoid taking a ref bump. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it is incredible. <laughs> That's what the I thought that was going to be part of it, four, yeah. They do about three or four reversals in the corner, and you, so you think there's going to be a ref bump. Yeah. But, yeah, Hebner is out of there. Yeah. Saving, <laughs> saving the ref bumps for the uh, for later on. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yes, yeah, so we we get so Savage wins, and then he looks like he's going to try and punish Jake a bit more because all he's mm. got really is a a sneaky sort of roll up win. He hasn't really got a chance to yeah, hasn't had a chance not, to punish him. Yeah, he's he's not, he's not saved Liz's uh, virtue just yet. Not yet, no, no. So he starts no. to, he, he tries to get a chair, then he? he tries to get a ring bell, but the officials will stop him. Yeah, yeah, that guy who looks like Senator John Kerry's back there. Yeah, yeah. don't know, don't know who that guy is. No, no. But, but then later on we see a sexy Pat Patterson. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, his beautiful yellow golf jersey. Yeah. Oh, there uh, we go. Um, but yeah, so Jake catches him with a DDT. Yeah. Oh, and it comes out of nowhere. It's bang. Yeah. DDT. Yes. Yeah. And then a second one. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Jake. And then <laughs> he he looks like he's kind of he's had enough and he's walking away, doesn't he? And then mm. he stops slowly. Turns around yeah. and he, what he does, he looks at the crowd, yeah, and it's as if they have changed his mind. You yeah, know, he looks at them and then he says, "Actually, do you know what? Yeah, ah, oh, fuck it." And Hebner the whole time is you know screaming at him to get to the back. Yeah, and he goes and he he takes out a tiny little makeup bag from under the ring, which isn't very scary. No, um, but we're meant to think that the cobra's in that. Yeah, but it's tiny. It's small, isn't it? Yeah, 
and say, oh, oh, it wasn't the, the the reptile wasn't in the corner. It was under the ring. He didn't uh, mention no. under the ring, did he? No. no. <laughs> Got him on a point of pedantry there, Tony. Uh, and as he's as he's getting back in the ring, you can see Elizabeth running down at you in the background. Mm, yeah. And uh, oh, God. no, this section does go on. Yeah, because of it. For an ice age. Yeah, yeah. We've got we've got an hour and a half to fill, so. Yeah. Um, Liz is screaming so much. It was, I, I was not enjoying it. <laughs> no, it does it's, get a bit. Yeah, I mean, because he's kind of enjoying Liz being terrified and yeah. being, trying to defend Savage. It's, I mean, Jake is carrying the whole segment. And it's yeah. great that we, we, we've got audio so we can actually hear what's going on. If you want to save his ass, you better start begging. Yeah. And, and Hebner's not helping the situation. <laughs> She's begging, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> leave, leave them alone, Jake. Thanks, Hebner. Uh, yeah. He, he gets him up for one more DDT and he basically he's yep. like looking at Elizabeth in the eyes. I went just oh, doing the like, it's watch so this. Awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't get villains like this do you no it's, anymore it's really and then we get possibly the most shocking thing that has been done in wwf to this yeah. point yeah uh yeah. it is where jake slaps liz yeah and uh he does it although when he does it he does the stomp like yeah. you would do if you were throwing a, a work punch yeah and, and apparently, some, yeah Someone lets off Homer's air horn in the audience as well, <laughs> yeah, so it kind of diminishes the impact. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think the klaxon goes off in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, apparently he was very, very gentle, and I mean, he's a professional, yeah. so it, it, yeah. you wouldn't, if you were going to be doing that, yeah. you wouldn't take any risks, would you? Yeah, you would. It would be a stage, and well, Savage is right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh. no. Um, <laughs> And, and then, then here comes Jack Tunney now to, oh, to oh, rescue. Where's he been? Yeah, yeah. He's been doing he's paperwork been somewhere. Yeah. And he starts telling Jake off like he's an irate neighbour. Yeah. What's yeah. the matter with you? <laughs> um. And obviously he's quite annoyed because Jake, you know, he said they're giving me no snake. It's going to be yeah, no snake. But we don't see the snake. When he said, that, yeah, I think he enters a bag out and said, "There's no, there's no snake in the bag." Yeah. He, he bag. does bring. He brings out his handler glove. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think as heel Jake should have worn that as part of his ring gear. Yeah. Because it looks yeah. fucking cool. This one long black glove. Well, in the uh, in that famous coal miners glove match mm. <laughs> in uh, in WCW, he gets the he gets the glove on in yeah. that and he gets the snake. And it, I mean, the end of that match is the snake actually oh, bites Jake on the face. But yeah, the but snake it doesn't doesn't want to. So he's holding the snake basically to his face. Selling it, going, ah, yeah, and ah. just sneaks asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not the best. Um, yeah. No, uh, but yeah, I've, I've written down here. Pat Patterson looks very handsome. Oh yes, and Goulet's yeah. there, of course. And Randy Goulet's there as well. Yeah. Um, what was the beef between Savage and Patterson? I don't know, because I know that Lanny has alluded to it quite a few times in shoot interviews. Yeah, and I don't know what his problem was why he didn't get on with Patterson, didn't like Patterson, didn't want Patterson being around Liz. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Strange, uh, isn't it? Yeah, there's a there's something there, but uh, yeah, I, 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 as far as I'm aware, Lanny just talks at such length, though, you just tune out, yeah. don't you? But, um, yeah. So, 
and he's always inserting himself into the story. So I'm not sure if he ever got to the point of what it was. But well, I'm still hoping to get him on it at some point. So if he if, I, if he ever comes on, then uh, I'll ask uh, him. I shall do the bang bang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I meant Lanny Poffo, not Pat Patterson or Andy Savage. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. That would be that would be a get, wouldn't it? If I got oh, you really yeah. on the show, yeah, yeah. But Lanny, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh, I DM'd him it. in the middle he'd of the do night. It. He'd totally he, he, do it. He didn't reply to me, so no, no. Use a but, use a female avatar. He'll do it. You think? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, I use my burner accounts. Yeah. A, to- a totally random note I've written here as well, because when Savage is being helped to the back, um, uh, Dangerous Danny Davis is, comes out. And do you think he looks like Eric Roberts? Well, we uh, um, on Saturday night's main event uh, show we covered two weeks ago. The, the first match on that show was Danny Davis versus George Steele. Oh, wow. Well, and, barn burner. Um, yeah, he yeah, he's uh, he does like he does look a bit like Eric Roberts. Yeah. Yeah. I think we compared him to somebody on that show. I can't remember who it was now, but um, not the best wrestler in the world. No, and the worst ring attire of any wrestler. Well, we discussed that. If you were a referee mm. and and you liked wearing referee's attire, mm. but you got the sack from being a referee, <laughs> but you also came into a lot of money, then you think, well, what am I going to wear? I'll wear a like a jacket and stripy stripy black trousers, yeah, white stripy trousers. I don't um, understand. Whenever you have guest referees at WWF in yeah. those days, anyway, because the referees, you know, they wore the blue shirts. Mm. For some reason, like when Sid is at SummerSlam, he's got the stripe, the black and white striped, or you've got uh, Mr. Perfect's incredible black and white striped uh, shell suit. Yeah. WrestleMania 10. Yeah. Um, why are they not in blue shirts? That's, that's the question. official. That's the official referee attire, and I mean Jack Tony really ought to be stamping down mm. on this. That is a good question. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah they wouldn't, would they? They yeah, always so, were like, and in later years, is where the cut off. But I think by that point, the refs had changed the black and white. Yeah, they'd gone to stripes. black and white by that point. But by the time um, Vince was coming out with his cut off sleeves when he was being a special guest ref, showed his muscles oh. off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think they're all in black and white stripes. Yeah, they are all now. But yeah, Danny um, Davis decides I'm going to wear black and white. Yeah. So right, I'm gonna um now we're back to Gene and Jake oh, backstage. Oh. So uh again, have a listen yeah. to this. Congratulate me, Gene, huh? After taking a look at that, you are a bona fide sicko, Jake Roberts. Hitting a woman, how could you? A woman? No man wants a woman that's gonna lay down and grovel and beg for somebody's life. If it's a woman that I want, I want her to stand up. Stand up and be that. Be what I want. As far as slapping her, yeah, I slapped her. But I'll slap myself. I'll slap you, Gene Okerlund. But I'll tell you something, Randy Savage. DDT and you was fine. That really felt good. But the best feeling I've ever had in my life is when I grabbed a hold of your woman's hair, man, and jerked her up off of her knees. Huh? That was good. And then when I put my hand across her face, my man, it felt so good I should have to pay for that. Yeah, I would pay to do that. So the next time you think about crossing this snake's path and a snake chooses his own path where nobody else wants to go, you think about it again. But if you do decide to, please do me one little favor. I'm begging you, please bring her back. Let me touch her again. Oh, get out of here, please, Robert. I can cultivate her into something that even I could oh, want. please. Huh? I could do that. Trust me. Trust me. 
please. <laughs> I refuse to. Gorilla Monsoon, let's get back. Get out of here. On, get the hell it. out of here. I don't want to talk to you. What a sick. Again, that promo there is. It just takes things up a notch from the from the earlier promo. He's more oh. depraved, more yeah. It's oh, it's dark. It's it's taking you to places you just would mm. not Gene, be expecting. Gene is super be appalled. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when Gene gets sort of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Sort of uh, just outraged. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, world class. Uh-huh. legendary stuff so yeah uh, speaking of uh from that uh yeah follow that i mean that was all very much that whole sort of 10 minutes the, the that was the show stuff the match and the promo yeah like everything's really sort of heightened up in ex- you know the kind of drama uh and then we got the warlock yes <laughs> coming out. the only man who could possibly follow that yeah the tough awesome that. Well, warlord yeah uh <laughs> Just look with, um, at him. Just with, look at him. With Harvey Whippleman as well. Oh, well, don't look Still at him. just Harvey Whippleman <laughs> at this point. Not Dr. Harvey Whippleman quite yet. Yeah, he's, they haven't found a gimmick for him. Have you, do you notice that when Warlord comes in the ring, mm. there's a tuft of hair on the back of his head. Yeah. That's been shaved into a W. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how awesome he is. I think he was, <laughs> that was something he was working on at the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I was actually, to give Whippleman his due, when he leaves the ring, he leaps over the top rope right to yeah. the floor, like yeah. Savage would. But for a little guy, God, he can go, can't he? Yeah, fair play. Fair I play, Harvey. Yeah. Uh, he's wrestling Davey Boy Smith. So I, mean, I can imagine everybody loved that match at WrestleMania 7. That so was a much. good match. Yeah. This is not a good match. <laughs> I debate whether that was a good match, to be honest, mate. But Well, I... I remember the VHS release of WrestleMania 7. I know you realize now when you watch the full version on the network that it was, you know, edited down significantly. Hmm. I mean, it was better than this match. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Oh, by miles. And uh, David from Leeds this week. Yeah. Same always... as Yorkshireman, mm. David Roy Smith. Yeah. From London, England, my hometown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, straight away Gorilla calls Harvey a piece of garbage <laughs> let's not muck around yeah. let's not muck around he's not having it no no and I get this is yet another house show where we get a lot of delaying yeah. and like warlord posing for the crowd and that Davy yeah. Boy does and it's uh, a lot of punches and shoving and you know shoulder barges where no one moves and yeah again mm. just another this is this is what they would be doing in the the bingo hall in Alabama or wherever. Hmm. Yeah. So the the crux of this match is 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 like the warlord gets full Nelson on, doesn't he? For um, the majority of the match. Yeah, for pretty much the entire yeah. match. I mean, I, there are some bits. I mean, I was kind of impressed at how, how quick Davy can move, mm. uh, despite the roids. Well, I mean, if you're talking about roids, fucking yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he can go over it. The warlord, he looks like he's gonna, he looks like he's gonna pop, doesn't he, warlord? Yeah, I mean, I mean, the warlord seems to be able to carry it because he's so tall. Yeah, you know, he's such a massive geezer. Whereas, like, Davy Boy is like his body is shaped like a heart. It's like his his heart has just swollen up into his entire torso. Yeah, and he can't put his arms down. No, and he's he's sort of purple in color. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, they're both the warlord is red. Hmm. And Davies, yeah, Davies, the Warlords are kind of, you know, been out in the sun for two weeks, red. And Davies, yeah. uh, again, going into 
respiratory arrest blue yeah purple yeah <laughs> so um i'm not sure which really you want to i mean the warlord's still with us the warlord he's still yeah alive. there you go you know just shows yeah his uh his um regime was obviously just a bit smarter yeah he, he and barbarian must have been sharing you know <laughs> yeah. the barbarian, i mean they're both still alive aren't they barbarian yeah both, still, alive both still well, around yeah. Yeah. I love. I can't remember where someone pointed it out to me, but uh, you ever watch Warlord and the Barbarian? They both sell exactly the same way. Yeah. Where they sort of lean their heads back and sort of stumble, a bit like a monster. Yeah. In an old movie. Uh, so they obviously they both learned it in the same place, and it's it's just quite. Once you've noticed it, it it's uh, it's hilarious. That's one of the first feuds I remember actually from watching wrestling was. Them in demolition. Oh, I'm, you know, it's well documented. I mentioned it probably four times in the episode. That <laughs> demolition were my favourite tag team. Well, um, rightly so. I absolutely love demolition. And that was kind of the first sort of feud I remember was demolition mm. in the the powers of pain after Fuji had turned on demolition and joined up with the powers of pain. Yeah. And demolition were face. Yeah. And wrestling two, you know, big monsters in them. But if you go yeah. back to I've covered some old WCW stuff and they were feuding with uh, the Road Warriors in mm. NWA back in the sort of late 80s. Yeah, I don't think I'd uh, want to see that match. Uh, just four no, well, massive <laughs> guys not selling for each other. No, no. Um, yeah, and they were pretty, uh, yeah. In fact, didn't, long the, matches. didn't the Powers of Pain jump ship because they refused to do a scaffold match? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and well, who can blame them, to be honest? Yeah, some of those scaffold matches were pretty... Uh, yeah. Well, pro- yeah, yeah, Jim Cornette normally ended up <laughs> yeah, one of those. smashing his tailbone. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, but I mean, Davy wins, doesn't he? I suppose I, I can remember when he came back, Davy, because um, the British Bulldogs were probably they mean there before my time, but when I got into wrestling, I kind of bought old DVDs of wrestling. Uh, not DVDs, yeah, in nineteen. 19- in 1989, yeah. No, um, VHSs are like the old WrestleManias and British Bulldogs would be on there. Yeah. And then Davey came back, probably would have been 91, you know, yeah. as, the, as the British Bulldog with the dreadlocks and all that. And yeah. it's quite exciting. He copyrighted the name by then. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he was huge. I mean, in yeah. terms of his, his popularity as well as yeah. uh, his, his, his physicality, he was a big star. Um Again, you know, he was so. I mean, what SummerSlam the year after mm-hmm. would be when he beat Brett, yeah. and then so uh, probably a year on from this, he was gone. So he was gone yeah. after with, when him and Warrior got released for uh, pharmaceutical issues. <laughs> yeah, which was in in England. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Funnily yeah. enough. Yeah. But uh, yes, yeah, so, but during this, but then this match, it goes all the. way. It goes down the toilet. It starts off with <laughs> Whippleman trying to do a promo to camera. Yeah. He tries to blow cigar smoke in the camera, but he can't light the cigar. Mm. And he just shouts into the camera, you bunch of idiots. Is <laughs> it like, Warlord and me are the number one team in the WWF. And like, oh, God, <laughs> this is bad. And then, but we do get Gorilla slagging off uh, first the bear hug yes. um, and then the full Nelson. <laughs> Yeah. Just as you knew he would. And Heenan, Heenan gets some amazing digs in on Brits. Yeah. He says, says if, you, if you beat up a Brit, it doesn't matter. Lord Al gets beat up three, four times a week and no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> they were on good form on this night. Yeah. The gorilla's taking no shit as he, with, with the heels. He's like, uh, no, he's, no, he's, no, yeah. he is having absolutely none of it. 
and then yeah. Warlord just after this Nelson goes on for about 15 minutes it feels like uh, Warlord just gives up on the move yeah throws, yeah throws him down and that's it crowd are dead yeah pretty much um but David does a few moves to get to look strong doesn't he he looks like he's going for his yeah. running Paris and gets him up but doesn't quite do it but then yeah again he, get, he gets um, an amazing delayed suplex in yeah oh yeah yeah but he wins with something resembling a crucifix mm. which you um, don't see very often no and we well we we see a replay of this one uh which mm. is and Dave and warlord's on his feet before Davy boy is yeah 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 D- Davy Boy just, he rolls out the ring and he looks absolutely fucked and just, that he wants to go and smoke crack with Anvil. Yeah. So Warlord didn't have, when he really first turned uh, singles wrestler with Warlord, he had a big stick, didn't he, with W on as well. Yeah, he had that. Yeah. And he had his Phantom of the Opera mask. Yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah. There was, uh, I remember seeing, I think it was with both the Powers of Pain, actually, They um, there was a shoot interview they did where they said that when they were broke up. Yeah. Um, the plan was one of them would feud with Hogan and the other would feud with Warrior, mm. but that didn't happen, didn't come to light, and so they were both very disappointed that that never, yeah, never happened because I'm sure they they shared their roids with Hogan. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure I can remember there there was talk of Hogan and the Barbarian feuding. Mm. He looked cool as well when he's, he, he he had like antlers, didn't he? And yeah, like, uh, Barbarian looked awesome, but he was bored. Yeah. yeah, he was quite bored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching I tell him that though. Yeah. What was I watching? That, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely would not. Because like the who was it who famously said if if it was real, then Barbarian and uh, Meng would be champions for life. Yeah, yeah. Just the, the two hardest men in the world. Yeah. Even now, just no, would not would not attempt it. But um, yeah, I can't remember what was I watching recently. There was a I don't know if it was an episode of Superstars or Prime Time or something, and there was um, it was Brett defending the Intercontinental Championship against Barbarian. Mm-hmm. And I just went, nah, fuck it, I'm skipping this. <laughs> <laughs> Not even Brett can can make me interested in this. Yeah, no, but you, I mean, you could, I, you could, you could actually, you could tell that match was going to go before it even started, couldn't you? Brett would start oh. off well, but very dominate. Brett would get his four or five moves in at the end, and yeah, Brett wins. Yeah. Um. So we get Sean Mooney then with with a distraught Randy oh. Savage backstage. <laughs> Mooney is not helping. No, no. He's like, well, obviously, I completely, I know how you feel. Like, I understand. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. just as upset as you are. <laughs> yeah. Well, quite clearly not. Um, I'm not saying this. But this was, um, yeah, I mean, uh, he's acting, I suppose, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah, I mean, he's chewing the he's scenery not, slightly. He's not saying much. No. But he's, but he, he's sort of, he's so emotionally mm. traumatized. He can't say anything. Yeah, you know he's, but he's coming out of the set and he's moving around. He's on the floor and yeah, yeah. It's I suppose he's just trying to convey like the biggest uh, emotional shock he could ever have had. Mm. And, and Mooney's just having to stand there. Yeah, yeah. Sean Mooney's there like um holding the mic as he, as oh. he wanders around the room and yeah, that should that should have been one where he'd he pushed Mooney out of the set or something. It should have yeah. just been Savage on his and own. Just took the mic and did it himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the feud the feud goes on for another yeah. couple of months anyway. Did you know there was a house show some point around this point? Uh, mm. The main event was meant to be Savage versus Jake, and okay. uh, for some reason Savage wasn't available, and Hogan actually stepped in. So oh, Hogan wow. actually stepping in as someone's replacement is mm. crazy enough. But uh, yeah, imagine going to a show and you, your main event is Hogan versus Jake. 
That that match uh, very rarely ever happened. That never happened on TV, I don't think. No, no, never. Um, and again, uh, if Jake is to be believed, it was that was going to be his big money feud, but it never happened mm. because of the he was too over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can see that. I think especially in those old days, Saturday Night's main event when he uh, when he turned when he was a heel mm. in that feud with Steamboat when he just come in um, and famously got turned face by Honky Top Man. Breaking his fucking neck with a guitar <laughs> on the uh, in the snake pit, but yeah. legitimately, would have been, would actually uh, the most expensive guitar in the shop. Yeah, it was yeah, it was ungimmicked mm. according to Jake, and it, it looked pretty. It, well, it doesn't it solid. doesn't cave. No, after the and fifth got, attempt, it does. And it's got fiberglass. <laughs> yeah, sort of, yeah, uh, coating on it. Um, Ouch. Yeah, yeah, it's that's one of those clips I find difficult to watch. It's it, it is nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old, um, good old man. Yeah. According to Jake, that was it was Patterson's uh, significant other who he was oh, okay. basically, you know, given some spare cash out of the drawer and said, you know, go down the nearest music shop, buy a guitar. Yeah. Uh, not quite understanding the uh, the assignment, he he thinks he think, well, obviously Vince wants the best, mm. so he just gets the best guitar <laughs> yeah. rather than the cheapest one that's going to collapse. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, Patterson's boyfriend. I don't. I don't know if he was sent on any errands after that one. No, maybe not. <laughs> um, so again, from that from that moment of great high drama with uh, with Randy Savage, mm. now we uh, get uh, well, we get Ted Ted out first. Did yeah. it tell us what? Again, if you're watching this for the first time, this match wasn't advertised, was it? So you see Ted DiBiase coming out. Yeah. With uh, and then we get a repo man coming out. <laughs> Um, and I mean, absolutely, God love Repo Man. Who are they going to wrestle? Well, oh well, well, uh, El Matador and Virgil. Yeah. Of yeah, and this this match is a follow on from uh, the Survivor Series showdown. Yeah, yeah. So this is a trilogy we've had. Yeah, you know, um, when Repo has come out and stolen or repossessed the million dollar belt. Yeah, and he, he waffled Virgil with it. Uh, and Tito ran out to remonstrate with the referee mm. that set up this match. So, uh, yeah, there we go. We've got we've got a story to it. I mean, we've spoken on the show already about, you know, some great character acting. Mm. I mean, the Repo Man's up there, isn't he, really? Oh, uh, yeah, totally. He is dedicated to that role. Yeah, it's always improv, isn't it, basically, what he's yeah. doing. He did, I think he did say it's, it was based on um, Frank Gorshin as the, the Riddler oh, yeah, in, the, that makes in the 60s Batman yeah. series. Um, yeah. But I mean, it, it's totally. I mean, if you if he didn't have that whacking great tattoo on his bicep, mm. you wouldn't know it was Smash, would you? No, no, yeah. I didn't know at the time. No, I remember. No. I think someone did have to tell me, but then, yeah. but then the tattoo made it obvious. Even though, I mean, as Smash, he had the tattoo covered for quite a while. Yeah. Um, because he played another character, which you know, it was fairly obvious that that was who he was. Well, he had some. He had some fantastic. So he was a, a big Russian in NWA. Mm. And then was Smash, and then was Repo Man. Um, uh, then he went to he was a Blacktop Bully. Blacktop Bully, Mister um, Mister Holman, Mister Holman One, Holden one. <laughs> yeah. which wasn't a porn star gimmick, sadly. No, it should have been, shouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yes, a fantastic character actor, Barry Darso. Mm. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, he got round. And I'm but, um, it's when he's well. sneaking around yeah. behind DiBiase with his coat round him. He looks like a flasher. <laughs> yeah that's what i mean in nothing that he does is 
in any way related to being a Reaper man, is it? Uh, no. Um, no, no. I mean, I'm sure that he probably has a clipboard full of forms and is very official and yeah. knocks on yeah. your door when you're in. Yeah. <laughs> because you have to sign shit off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but I this, mean, like, this the, is, the Riddler, yeah, you can see the, the his influence from that. Um, uh, I just love, though, that Vince, this is what Vince thinks of his audience. Yeah. You know, because clearly they're all sitting on the, the rented sofa with the spring sticking out of it eating their TV dinner yeah. in a trailer, listening to extreme right-wing radio and mm. firing automatic weapons out of the porch. And that's who Vince thinks he is taking the money from. Yeah. And so, of course, their enemy is the Repo Man. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and having never seen one in uh, in Greenwich, <laughs> he yeah. thinks this is what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean... Yeah, so uh, I mean, their opponents, Virgil and uh, El Matador. Oh yeah, <laughs> I yeah. forgot about them. Um, uh, Gorilla says Virgil couldn't have picked a better partner, uh, with the caveat being from from the mid card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he could he could have chosen Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he yeah, could have. Yeah, yeah. There's a few other people he could have picked, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, th- th- this goes on for quite a while as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and I mean, the, the crowd are hot for Virgil. Yeah, he was you know, still. He's still just about over at this point. Yeah, I mean, I, I say over. I mean, <laughs> I think, well, brackets. entirely due to yeah the DiBiase thing. But yeah, he gets, he gets about he gets a good year out of that. And yeah, yeah, he's he's popular uh, as a result of it. But I mean, Heenan spends most of his time just talking about Repo's character because he just, I think he's just found something he can go off on. Yeah, yeah. He's just yeah. enjoying this idea. <laughs> yeah. Checks that Corinne is up to date with all his payments. Yeah. And he's he's saying that Repo once he possessed a house of of a couple in their 70s. Yeah. (laughs) He took their house from them. He he hung around for a long time because when Raw started, he was still around then, which was like 18 months from now. Yeah. He had his his feud with Savage mm -hmm. for repossessing Savage's hat hat because. Obviously, Liz took him to the cleaners in the divorce. Yeah. <laughs> and so he couldn't pay for the hats anymore. I mean, and, and Virgil as well. I mean, Virgil, uh, oh, some yeah. would say that was the main event of SummerSlam uh, 92 was Virgil oh, and Nels. Oh, to- totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and, yeah. Uh, you know, he was the first victim of Yokozuna. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got around. Yeah. And he was, he was in the company until something like 95. Yeah, they kept him around, and then, you know, he got snapped up by WCW as well. Mm. He, he was in the NWO. Did he ever have any matches in WCW? Yeah, yeah. I only ever, every time I ever saw any matches um, with NWO, he'd be sort of hanging around outside, but he was never doing anything. Oh, no, he, he wrestled a few times. He was oh. convincing in the... Yeah. Yeah. Which I like, uh, it's my dad's name. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Obviously, you no know, way he's called Vincent because of... Yeah, uh, because yeah. Virgil. Yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah. that your whole career is that you are an in-joke based <laughs> yeah. between two people significantly richer than you who yeah. are just having a rib at each other. Yeah. What uh, a life. It's, uh, what, what, what an industry. Yeah. You know, even though the whole the whole idea that um, <clears throat> DiBiase's finisher was called the Million Dollar Dream, yeah. it was because of the, the American dream, Dusty yeah. Rhodes. And so, yeah, the, the Million Dollar Dream, it puts you to sleep. Because yeah. Dusty Rhodes is boring. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. A lot of work goes into this level of fucking uh, yeah, spite, the, doesn't it? You know? Yeah, that, that no one's going to get. No. 
Apart from Vince. Yeah, but that's all yeah. that matters. Um, I mean, who wins this? So, uh, oh, not Myers. Yeah, so uh, the heels win, don't they? Because yeah, it looks uh, like... Well, Sherry nails Ted with a shoe. Yeah, and you think, well, they're going to win. Yeah, but uh, Virgil goes to punch Sherry, and the crowd love that, despite what yeah. they've just witnessed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, smack that bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, I don't know, I looked down at my notes, and the next thing I knew, DiBiase had won. Yeah, so I don't so know what happened. Reaper Man knees Virgil like lightly in the back. Oh. And he goes down. Okay. Ted just that's pins it. him, and then that's, that was enough for Virgil. I mean, at that point, I was writing a note here just that Sherry looks hot in her neon pink dress. Oh, I mean, again, as, <laughs> as an older man now. Yes. Say, my, you you um, understand now. Oh, yeah, now I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At the yeah. time. Yeah. No. But no, yeah, but yeah now, yeah. Mm. Oof. Yeah. Especially, yeah, in comparison to Elizabeth as well. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah. then as a, as a kid, yeah. you, know, you know what you're meant to like and what you're not, but yeah, oh, yeah. You, you know what we want now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move on swiftly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, mean Gene and Hulk now. Uh, ah. He's talking bollocks. Gene very, says that we are in Texas. Very quickly got over some uh, Survivor Series. He's, uh, yeah, that, that, uh, that career-ending head injury mm. that he uses to torture Mark Calloway for the next 20 years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Get over that. But uh, yeah, Gene says we are in Texas. This is Tuesday. Thanks, Gene. Yeah. Just to, in, in, in case any late buyers are coming. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's promising the whole Kamenex he's going to get the title back. Mm. He also I'm, compares his defeat at the Survivor Series to the Kennedy assassination. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he calls I mean, the shot heard around the world. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's similar. I mean, I think I had a similar effect on the uh, on the nation, but I mean, I remember um, where I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he finished it off with a silly little noise as well. Didn't <laughs> <he>? <laughs> yeah. Don't know what's going on there. No drugs, I think. Yeah, but um, again, he's not fully into this. No, and he looks. I think. Well, I mean, we get obviously Undertaker comes out looking amazing, dragging oh, the belt along the floor, so good. like. But he's yeah. out first. Jesse yeah. Ventura would be apoplectic oh, yeah. with rage yeah. at this. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think Hogan, at this point, he looks a bit, he's, he's a bit, I mean, we're not, where are we? We're approaching the sort of steroid trial time. Aren't I think we? he he's, looks a bit I think puffy. He's done, has he done Arsenio Hall by this point? Yeah, and yeah. Told that litany of lies. Yeah. But he looks a bit, uh, a bit flabby around the. A bit, uh, bit softer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously, those two days in hospital he's had since Survivor Series. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And uh, visiting visiting that um, American football player who was legit. Yeah. Paralyzed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's had to take time out. A couple of days but, of the uh, juice. Yeah. He's even, but you know, he can't even be bothered. He's not going to give you the full Hogan act for the full no. price. So he's not he's not juicing up for this show. No. And no. He, he just rips his shirt as he's walking down the aisle. He's not. Yeah. He's not. He's not doing the routine. But uh, Undertaker at this point, you know, he has he has got the character down now. Oh yeah. A and, year. And this iteration. Yeah. yeah. And this iteration of the Undertaker is still my favorite. Yeah. You know, and how, one of my favorite bits that he does is when they go into the ring and Bearer gives the referee the urn while he helps the Undertaker disrobe, and yeah. the the referee's always the referee always has to be persuaded to take the urn. They're frightened of it. Yeah. And then once Bearer has taken the coat and the hat from him, Undertaker starts to move towards the urn and the referee has to sort of back away quickly. He's frightened. And so Bearer then takes the urn and controls yeah. the Undertaker again. It's, it's such a great act. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's so good. Um, 
I, to be fair, Hogan gets in the ring and then they all start. So Paul Bearer started getting a few kicks and didn't he on there. Yeah, on bell rings, instant disqualification. Straight away. Yeah, yeah come on, come on here, Morella. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, but no. So yeah, we get a little. Uh, Hogan gets his bits in and throws the Paul Bearer out of the ring. Uh, but yeah. obviously, oh, Jack Turner's supposed the... to be at ringside, isn't he? Where's Jack? Yeah, he's not there. And Gorilla oh. and Heenan both get really angry. Yeah, because the whole thing. <laughs> because he's, he's not be there. Ringside. To they've prevent no foul whole, play. Yeah, they've spent the whole show promoting yeah. this, that Tony's going to be there. Um, yeah, and he's not. No. But he turns up eventually with his little, like, fishing chair. He sits on, doesn't he? Yeah. The ring. I got a bit confused <laughs> earlier because um, I was looking through the dark matches for this show. Yeah. I don't know. Should we just should we discuss those now? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah. So the actual card for the show is, uh, is insane. Yeah, we it? have five shit dark matches that we're not going to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, as for historical interest, though, they're they're interesting. You know, they have a they should be covered. Oh, yeah. I yeah. I mean, so I mean, you had, we had um, Flair and Hogan, uh, Flair and Piper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the, which, which is actually the longest match of the whole night. Yeah. Um, it goes longer than any of the shows that we're seeing here, but we're not allowed to see it because Cunt Piper won't get pinned on television. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and what else? There is like? a. There is a very yeah. similar Flair and Piper match, though, um, on one of the MSG shows on the network. Yeah. So what I would recommend people to do is watch that. Yeah. Because uh, it has the same it has the same finish, as far as I'm aware, that Flair pins Piper with his feet on the ropes. Yeah. Uh, so, so the yeah. dark matches start off with the the Harris brothers. Pair of fucking Nazis. Pair of Nazis, yeah. <laughs> uh, against Brian Costello and Brian Donahue, who I don't know. They may be Nazis as well. I'm not sure. Well, but who knows? Not that we know of. Uh, Sir Charles, mm-hmm. who is the... Who's Papa Shango. Papa Shango and the Godfather and the Good Father and Karma. And... I'm not sure what Sir Charles was, though. No, I, I, just before we before we came on, I did a quick Google search to see if I could find any evidence of Sir Charles. Yeah. And all you get is pictures of him as the Godfather and okay. Papa Shango. So there, there, uh, there appears to be no pictorial evidence of sir charles i don't know how he dressed what he looked like what the mm. gimmick was meant quite why vince looked at a giant black man and thought he had a knighthood yeah i don't know uh that's not to say that giant black men should not have knighthoods of course, <laughs> we have, you know we're a we're a meritocracy in this country uh, yeah, of, of yeah. course they can <laughs> but uh why vince thought that i don't know yeah um well, he beat dell wolf whoever dell wolf is no idea uh, Chris Walker mm. uh, beat Brian Lee. Yeah, this is uh, Chris Walker. He, this is this guy turns up quite a lot on. He does at this time period. Yeah, sort of house shows and things. And I mean, he's he's got a great uh, physique, mm. and he's got he's got the massive hair. He looks like something Vince would like. Yeah, but yeah, he never really goes anywhere, and he never gets a, a gimmick assigned to him or anything. And by late 92 he's gone uh, he spends a lot of time uh, jobbing to the likes of hercules yeah uh um i think he jobs to sid at one point as well so but yeah he does nothing but this was where i got confused um because i had thought i'd remembered a story about tunny coming mm. out to reverse the decision of a match okay. so that he so that he wouldn't get booed later on right uh but then when i was reading the wikipedia entry about chris uh, walker yeah. It turned out it was the it was Chris Mocker, but it was um, at the Royal Rumble. Um, he had a dark match against the Brooklyn Brawler, okay. and 
brawler wins by some nefarious means and Tony yeah. comes out to reverse the decision. The idea being that when Tony comes out later, the crowd yeah. won't boo him. Okay. But I mean, it's a New York audience and he's just reversed the decision on the Brooklyn brawler. I think they're not, you know, this yeah. is fucking booed him. <laughs> um, Chris Walker. Uh, yeah, we had that. So Chris Chavis against uh, JW Storm. Chris Chavis obviously is Tatanka. Uh, Tatanka, yeah. I'm assuming face Greg Valentine to beat the Brooklyn Brawler. Mm-hmm. Ah, no, this is you're looking at the Wikipedia page there, aren't you? I'm looking at the actual the card from the the database. I get the. Oh right, so it's actually because I looked at the Wikipedia, it looked like people had been messing around with it because okay. they're saying there was a Road Warriors match and there wasn't. Okay, well there's two on here. It says there's two on here. Yeah, why would they have two matches? I don't know. Yeah, so they would have been. They would have been around at this point. They were, they were around. They were champions at this point. Yeah, yeah. But so, I, I, I hadn't seen any evidence of them actually having no. this match. It's just the the ones we've just described. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, the Bushwhackers against the Nasty Boys. Um, there, Legion of Doom against the Rockers, and Legion of Doom against the Natural Disasters. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Odd. I don't know. I think that's someone messing with the Wikipedia. Okay. And then Flair beat Piper in the in the last match. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so I mean, the, the audience got to, had to sit through a lot. Yeah, I mean, none of this stuff got put on video over here. No. 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 I mean, one day maybe they'll release Chris Walker versus Brian Lee on the on DVD. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to see that. I want to see the Sir Charles anthology. We'll, uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll get that match. It's an outcry for it. If you yeah. do work for WWE, presumably yeah. as in-ring talent rather than I don't know doing the admin. Yeah. Um, you can request from their tape library literally anything. Okay. So if you you know to for you know for the purposes of studying and yeah so presumably so if any if anyone who works for Vince is listening do you want to get a Sir Charles match? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just like stream it and let us see. We yeah. Because we are curious. Yeah, yeah. we want to know. Um. Yeah. I mean, so this match is. It's a bit. I think it's a bit more action in this match than the one at Survivor Series. Uh, there's a lot of uh, lot of choking. Lot Still, of choking. Yeah. yeah. Um, Undertaker falls over at one point as well, doesn't he? Oh yeah, he hits a, a wet spot apparently. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the terrible thing about this gimmick is that you can't do anything wrong. No. You know, and you can't sell anything. You know, if he was out there and really hurt himself, he wouldn't be able to work it into the match because that's not who the character is yeah yeah that's it, really difficult there i think but um, yeah we also get the hogan goes for his slam too early uh but he does slam him and he then he sells it like he's just slammed andre yeah yeah um they yeah, put it way not. about the same don't they hogan oh, and, oh, i'm, I'm sure they do <laughs> yeah. yeah um they, they talk in a lot about in this match about the, the power of the urine how the urine controls him in kind of foreshadowing how the match is going to end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Undertaker sort of, he dominates until he's trying to do his little tightrope act mm. and Hogan catches him. But as soon as that happens, we get, uh, <laughs> we get uh, a very resplendent uh, Ric Flair. Oh, here he comes at last. Saunters down to the ring. Um, Jack yeah. Tunney tries to, tries to remonstrate to stop him. Yeah. And, and Hogan, unprovoked it's, it's totally. flare in the chair yeah and he pancakes onto Tunny. 
Yeah. Not yeah. So and Heenan is rightfully furious because yeah. you know, he had no reason to hit Flair. Yeah. But then the match goes weird at this point because it's like, yeah. it's like everyone is missing cues and no one knows where they're meant. They're all standing around as if they're waiting. Yeah. And no one knows. Like Flair's just standing there. Bearer's like halfway up the stairs, not sure what he's doing. And Taker and Hogan are just sort of exchanging blows and filling. Yeah. And no one's quite sure how they get to the next bit. No. <laughs> Having Tunny out there just made things more confusing. I think so. Yeah. yeah. It was. I mean, this whole finish is so messed up anyway. It's fairly convoluted, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, so Flair gets a chair up. Yeah. Uh, holds it up for an Undertaker to hit uh, Hogan with, but it ends up hitting the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Um, and he may end up Hogan gets the urn, doesn't he? Yeah, he gets he the t- urn from Bearer. Takes the ashes from the urn, which is a legitimate dead person's ashes. Yeah, I mean, that's how a face wins a match, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Throwing a dead body in a man's face. Um, it throws the Undertaker's eyes, which again is renders the Undertaker powerless. And it's a brim full of asher. Yeah, and I, the first time Hogan wins with a little cheeky little roll-up for some mm. reason. Um, but at that moment, uh, Tunny... Flair is struggling to get Tunny up to Flair see what's going on. Him ring, isn't he? Like a dead body. Yeah. He's got him under the arms. So we're under the under the impression that if you know Tunny's seen the, the Undertaker get the ashes thrown in his eyes by mm. Hogan. Yeah, it's so, not very clear. Not very clear, is it? No. But and Hogan showboats with soot all over his hands. Yeah, yeah, which and, looks quite strange. Uh and Hogan, so Hogan wins a belt back. Hogan's a champion, but they're disputing it as being, you know. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, Undertaker was so lucky that he turned face a few weeks after this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Otherwise, you know, I mean, let's look at the career of Hogan opponents after Hogan's done with them. Yeah. You know, you get the Iron Sheik. He he uh, he feuds with Duggan, and then yeah. he's out. Does drugs with yeah. Duggan? Yeah. Yeah. Macho yeah. Man. Feuds with fucking Duggan. Yeah. Feuds with Dusty. You know, it takes him a long time to come back yeah. to where he's meant to be. DiBiase just bounces around the middle, uh, mid-card. Um, there's not a lot you can do after Hogan's beat you. Unless you turn face. Yeah. 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 Boss Man was able to turn face. Yeah. Um, that was a while later, though. You know, he, yeah. he didn't do much for a while. He feuded with Duggan. Yeah. <laughs> This is what happened. Yeah, you're just you feud with Duggan. Yeah. So we could have had Undertaker feuding with Duggan. Uh, Mania Eight. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I know, that would have done it. <laughs> but uh, yes, I mean, so yeah, that's that's how it how it finishes, and uh, Gorilla finishes off by saying, "The greatest athlete in the world has prevailed here in uh, San Antonio." So Great. I might be stretching it slightly, <laughs> but you know, as we go from here, so Tunney makes a decision, Tunney, that he is. Uh, yeah, once he gets his head clear, yeah, and picks Flair's sequins out of his suit, yeah, uh, he's able to. Reverse he's going to hold the title up for the. Uh, but why? Why does? I, I don't know. Because well, he didn't win it. I mean, he won it in shady circumstances. Yeah. I mean, he threw a dead man's remains. Yes. He had to take his face. I mean, but that's that's worse than being tombstoned onto a chair. Let's face yeah, it. I'd say so. Well, what would you prefer? Well. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> can I can I sell the injury for twenty years and make a guy feel really guilty? Even yeah, though my head yeah. was about one and a half feet above the chair. Yeah, I mean, I'm not yeah. sure what I prefer to be honest. Um, 
I wouldn't. No, I mean, what would be more? I suppose if you had a, the remains of a dead man thrown in your eyes, <laughs> it would have a lasting effect on you psychologically, probably. I think it? it would. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah. It's just what it says about the sport of kings that this is what we're discussing. Yeah. I mean, What's fingers that? crossed, neither of these events happen to either of us. <laughs> It's unlikely, to be honest. Uh, I'm, I'm, um, I'm sure. I mean, the, the odds are very slim. Yeah, very slim, very <laughs> slim. But um, but not yeah. none. No, it could happen, couldn't it? It could happen. Yeah. Probably more likely. Are you more likely to get? <coughs> you're probably more likely to get the ashes of a dead man thrown in your eyes than you are to get tombstone on a steel chair, aren't you? Mm. Yeah, or to win yeah. the lottery. Or to win the lottery. Yeah, yeah. It, could, it could be you. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you like to know the Dave Meltzer writing, uh, ratings for this? Um, yes, yes, I would. I'd love to do what do you think got? What now? What do you think got Match of the Night? Uh, um, I, I would think Jake and Savage, but I'm sure Meltzer would probably say no because this was a storyline; it wasn't a match. Yeah, you'd be wrong. That is that oh. isn't the, that isn't the. <laughs> so is it Warlord? Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> so. Brett versus Skinner got uh, two and a quarter stars, which right. I think is a bit strong, to be honest. Mm. Uh, Randy Savage versus Jake the Snake got three stars. Uh, Bulldog versus the Warlord got two and a quarter stars. Right. Tid DiBiase and the Reaper Man versus Virgil and, Tito and El Matador got three and a half stars. Yes. So, and Hogan and Teco got a star and a half. <laughs> so the winners of the match of the night are Tid DiBiase, the Repo Man, Virgil, and El Matador. Oh, good lads! On a on a, on a card featuring Randy Savage, Jake Roberts, Undertaker, <laughs> Hulk Hogan, um, and Bret Hart. Yeah, Virgil, was, Virgil, and the Repo Man are the winners. Good man yourself. I hope they fucking pin that to Jake's door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> As he That's did probably why he left drugs. six months later, yeah. 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 <laughs> right, well, that, I mean, that comes to, brings us to the end of a bonus bang bang. Um, mm. I, I normally get our guests uh, to, I mean, you can just pick any random song you want to play out on, really, if you like. Oh, Christ. Um, I, I'll I, give you a minute to think. I'll give you a minute to think. Next week on the show, I'm joined by the venerable uh, John Lister, a man mm. who has written many books on wrestling. Um, I mean, most people know more than me about wrestling that come on this show. Um, I think John Lister probably knows more than anyone about wrestling in the world. Um, and we're going to be talking about some world of sport for 1976, Ooh, which is all nice. available on YouTube. So I'll put the links up when we recorded that show. And you can go back and uh, go back and watch that. Um, John's got several books out. Um, the most recent one is uh, uh, Until Next Week. Have a good week, which is all about that world of sport era in the late seventies, early eighties. Um, yeah, I, I posted about it several times. It's, it's an amazing book. Um, so I'm going to be so out of my debt next week. <laughs> Hopefully, it's a good top ten from 1976. I can ramble on about that for 20 minutes before John uh, John takes over. But yeah, that's going to be great next week. So yeah, tremendous. Thank you, Stephen, for joining me again this week. Absolute pleasure. And. Um, yeah, if you want to tell everybody again where they can find you, anything you want to um, yeah, I'm, flog. Yeah. I'm not really flogging anything. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm on Twitter, Stephen C.V. Graham. If you like Top of the Pops, uh, oh, yeah. If, you, yeah. if you like, I don't know, uh, pictures of, of Larry Grayson. 
as a high level of audience that appreciate both those things it's bizarre the things that yeah i just if you like camp old actors and me be like just giving queenie reactions to the news yeah that's uh where it is uh i'll tell you what let's have the repo man theme to play as well seeing as we don't get it in this show we don't know no no right i mean i can't think of anything better to finish with so we'll finish with that uh thanks very much guys hope you enjoyed this bonus episode and we'll see you back here next week for some uh john lister action and some real the sport so take care thank you very much love you all bye